Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Deneen White. Today, I'm very excited to introduce to you Paige Rush, who is a Philadelphia native who now lives in Los Angeles, California. Hi, Paige. How are you? Thank you so much for joining the show today. Hi, Janine. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for taking time on a Sunday afternoon, or Saturday, I don't even know what day it is, Saturday afternoon. <laughs> That's okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like in a time warp here. I'm sorry about that. So That's okay. I'm in the same, third- same time warp. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so this 30 minutes is going to fly by. So why don't we start okay. by you telling our audience a little bit about yourself and how you went from Philadelphia to Los Angeles. Okay. Um, excuse my voice, everybody. I've been um, helping myself get over some structural, but I'm a fighter, so I'm here. But, um, <laughs> oh, jeez. In Philadelphia. <laughs> I am originally from Philadelphia. Um, I graduated from Rutgers University. Um, after I graduated, I decided that I wanted to try something different and move to Colorado. I lived there for about six months, and then um, I also decided to try something different. I ended up in L.A. And here I am. Um, in L.A., I love L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, L.A. is quite different from Philadelphia, to say the least. So can you um, describe that transition to us? Oh, it's totally different. Um, it's different in many aspects um, from the people and how they interact with each other to the beautiful weather at all times. Um, but L.A., the transition is definitely nice. I've actually um, been very blessed. I've had a lot of opportunities, um, and I've involved in a lot of things that I never thought I would be involved with. Um, so the transition has been really good. I've actually been very productive, and um, I came across – Casey and um, VIP Ignite, and here I am talking to you, Janine. So I like to really That's awesome. Well, well, I'm I'm very glad that um, you had to leave Philadelphia to meet me, who is sitting in Philadelphia right now. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Yeah. And no, <laughs> technology. It's okay though. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so um, in your bio, you wrote about a lot of um, things you've done. Giving back, giving back to your community in Los Angeles. Can you start by describing a little bit of that and how it changed you? Oh yes, definitely. Um, when I first moved out here, I was always I was a little tight on money. Um, people always say like, "Oh, you're going to be good in LA." Like, um, so I wasn't expecting the the money experiences, the financial experiences that I was. So I'm like, you know, um, I'm in this tight situation, so I know people who are less fortunate could could need some help. So I started Water Drive. Um, to raise as much money for water and give out water to the homeless in L.A., especially on Skid Row, probably the worst area. Um, and that right there opened my eyes to, like, how many how many things that I take for granted that, I, you know, I don't appreciate in daily. So um, that's my passion, and I got back in school because of that. So I'm in graduate school um, to become a, a psychologist. I want to open up a bunch of shelters in L.A. for that. So that opened up my eyes to just – how much I love helping people, and it made me get back into it a little bit more. That's awesome. It's so important to give back to people, and um, when I do that, I get back mm-hmm. so much more than I even give because there, you, it's amazing when you give of yourself in that capacity. Like you learn different things about yourself that you never knew. Yep. And you, and exactly. if you take the time, 
if you really take the time to learn the stories of the people that you're helping, your life will be forever changed. And I totally agree with so, that. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your studies. You are um, a marriage and family therapy major? Yes, I am. Um, I currently attend the Chicago School of Professional Psychology. Um, people are always shocked, like, the Chicago School, but the main campus is in Chicago, and the, um, they have sister campuses in downtown L.A. I am in my third semester, and it's going pretty really, 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 um I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm learning about um, people and how the mind works, because the mind is really crazy. But it's also helping me get back into the community more, um, and learning how I can actually help homeless people without, you know, without just giving them water and giving them necessities like that. I want to actually help cultivate people back into society so, you know, they have the chance to live life that they deserve, you know. That is awesome because the one thing I think that a lot of people don't realize is that most homeless people haven't chosen to be homeless. Like a lot of times when you're walking down the street and they're asking you for money or whatever, it's really easy to be like, roll your eyes and just keep walking. But I think exactly. the one thing that all human beings in general have in common, but I think the homeless people get the really short end of the stick, is everyone just wants to be heard and everyone wants to be seen. So I love that you want to, like, really help transition them from being homeless into being a part of society, which is what 99.9% .9 of them want anyway. Exactly, exactly. You know what got me? Yeah. Is I heard this one this one lady when I was doing the water drive, um, she's like, Water, I'm not gonna give out I'm not gonna give you money for water. I never even know I never looked down to homeless people and I thought that statement was just so like wow, that's how people really think about homeless but in any situation life can be changed within two seconds. You could be homeless one day. So I always try to make sure I keep that in mind. And you know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's so true. So, um with your experience with helping the homeless and also with your psychology degree, how do you think that's going to help you overall in the entertainment industry? Okay. Well, as far as the entertainment industry, um, I love to sing. You probably can't hear it now with my crazy voice, but I do sing. Um, so I would, you know, if I make it in the industry, when I make it in the industry, I want to um, use whatever revenue that comes from that. Uh, people want fame. I really don't want the fame. I just want to make the money so that I can give back. And I want so many facilities. Um, I'm going to start in L.A. and just move my way all over the U.S. and then take it over overseas if I can. But that's how I would use the um, industry to help me help people. Use my voice. That's, aw that's awesome because I, anytime you're in the entertainment industry, something I, I love to find out is the, is the person I'm talking to. I love to find out their why, because if you don't have a huge why, you could really easily get eaten up and spit out by the entertainment industry because it, it's a hard, it's a hard in, anything you do in life is hard, but I feel like the entertainment industry is extra difficult. So if you don't have a giant mm -hmm. why you're, you're not going to last very long. And if your why is money after your like 15th rejection, you're just going to quit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there has to be a true passion of why you're in it. You have to have a reason. Yeah. yeah. So when did you discover your love of singing and entertaining people? Um, the love of singing actually sprung on me. I I have always had a group. We would always go to her auditions and her practices and everything. 
And I remember just practicing one of the practices with the kids. And I sang, and her manager was like, you have a really nice voice. And I'm like, what? No, I don't. Like, just, like, sing for me again. And they sang some renditions, and I went through it, and they were like, you probably should start, you know, getting a coach and, like, getting into music. And after that, I was just like, wow, like, there's so many talents that are unknown and, you know, that I never paid attention to that I could be, you know, using, you know. So I've gotten into music since college, maybe about four years ago. Um, okay. When I moved to L.A., I got a vocal coach. Um, I have a stage coach now. I'm really putting, um, investing into my as of right now. And as far as helping people, I, I haven't used it to help people as of right now, but I will definitely. Yes, absolutely. So what is it like mm-hmm. uh, working with a vocal coach and a stage coach? Can you describe that to our audience? Um, yes. I'm very goofy, so um, the first couple um, practices, I was very, I had to break out of myself, so I was very, like, still in the mindset of judgment. I was worried about, was I singing this correctly? Was it the, you know, was it too high? Was it too low? What did they think about me? So I really had to get out of my mind um, and really free myself of judgment and just be myself. So um, it's actually helped me become a better person. Um I'm more comfortable with myself. My self-esteem is higher. So I I really enjoy it. I really do. That's awesome. So um, are you currently with your, um, with the stagecoach and all, are you currently doing any theater or any extra work or anything in your free time when you're not giving back to the community and studying for your psychology degree? <laughs> yes. I actually um, recently have done a few open mics. Um I'm a nervous person, so the open mics, my manager has been pushing me to, like, just get out there and, and shake those nerves. So I have done a few open mics. Um, and now I work with um, eating disorder clients on my day-to-day. Um, so whenever they're down, I always play music for them, and I'll, I get out of my, my cold self, and I'll, I'll dance for them, I'll sing for them, because it's more practice for myself, but I'm also helping them, you know, forget about what they're upset about, you know. So, yeah, I guess in a sense, I have helped people. Hey, all you have to do is look at it from a different perspective. You do. Thank you, (laughs) Denise. You're welcome. I'm glad I could be of assistance today. I think it's um, Mm -hmm. awesome, too, that your coach is pushing you out to do open mic nights or open mics. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times what I've found in talking to so many different people is that you just have to do it. Like, you just have to get out there and, like, Mm-hmm. If you want to be an actress, you have to get out there, and you just have to, like, get some community theater roles and just get yourself out there. And with singing, too, the more that you sing in public, the more that you're going to be comfortable singing in public. So, it's like you said, exactly. shaking those nerves is so important. It's awesome. So, um, I just totally lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. So, um, how, did you, how did you get... Yes, please turn the tables on me. All right, just one question: How long have you been doing um the podcast for VIP? And what what's your I favorite part the... about it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I okay. I love getting the tables turned on me because it happens so infrequently. First of all, um, I've been doing <laughs> the podcast now for about three months. So, and my okay. favorite part, honestly, is just getting to talk to all of the talent because I have found over the last three months that I enjoy people's stories and I found that I really enjoy being able to draw people's stories out of them. Cause there are so many people okay. who 
just they don't think that their stories are interesting or powerful because they're so into their story that I enjoy mm-hmm. being able to like listen to someone's story and say, oh, well, listen, this is why this is so powerful. And like just getting your stories out there because one of the biggest okay. parts of one of the biggest things about being in the entertainment industry for for talent is you have to be able to share your story in a way that it's memorable because everyone okay. is going in saying, I want to sing for you. I want to dance for you. I want to act for you. But it's your story that's going to change a casting director's mind about you. It's your, um, your energy. And for me, helping people to tell their story and be comfortable with it in the end is going to help mm-hmm. them be successful. So my favorite part is getting, hearing everyone's stories and also helping to get people to realize how powerful their story is, even if they don't realize it. Okay, I love that. So we're both helpers. I love that. <laughs> yeah, love no, I, I love yeah, I love helping people. Like my my biggest goal in life honestly is to be an influencer of influencers. And I feel like okay. doing this podcast is like the first step toward that because there are so many people that I've talked to that I know are gonna be insanely successful and I can't wait for them to like go back to like their first interview with me and be like, Can you believe that like seventeen years ago we said that? <laughs> So that's, know, that's my right? favorite part. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Well, thank you for letting me share a little bit of my story. I appreciate it. Of course. I want to know who, who, who's the mean. I need to know who you are, you know? Okay. Yeah, I, and I really appreciate that because, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. You, you may have rendered, rendered me a little bit speechless. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> awesome. Well, we don't need you speechless. <laughs> I know, right? That makes for a really boring podcast if we both sit here not saying anything. People will be like, delete. We're not listening to this one again. Terrible. They're done. Okay. Awesome. So what has been your favorite part so far about being a part of VIP Ignite? You know what? Alicia, when I had my first webinar with them, um, I think it was her bluntness that actually made me want to come on board because a lot of people – like they like to sugarcoat things, and I really like, you know, straight on, tell me what the business is so I can, you know, m- maneuver that way. But I think it was her bluntness, and I love that they make you – and they make it aware. They make you um, know that it is your work. It is your hard work, your energy, everything that you put into it so to help you get the results that you want, um, as well as their help, you know, assisting you to get there. But it is about you. So it kind of builds you as a, as a person and builds your character. So I do appreciate that. That's awesome. So, um, what, I'm sorry, my brain is like checking in and out here today. Um, no worries. No worries. So, you, <laughs> so you loved her bluntness. So, um, what is something you learned on the webinar that you didn't know before you got on the webinar? Um, what I didn't know was she, she had made a statement about, you know, agencies, people say like, oh, if you, um, if you have to pay for the agency, then it's a scam. But with VIP, you, you do have to pay, and that's with anybody you do have to pay because you have to invest in yourself. So um, I did believe that. I'm like, well, you have to pay. I've turned down many companies because they made me pay upfront fees. Um, but I, I kind of have a different understanding listening to the webinar and how, how VIP works. So, um, yeah, it was just more about how, this is, how the industry works and what is legit about the industry and what isn't legit. So just to pin points of like figuring out what is legit and what is not. Okay, that's awesome. Is there something you wish had been covered on the webinar that wasn't? Um, 
No, I think they covered pretty much everything that anybody who's like acquiring about it, they they should know. Yeah, they pretty much touched on everything. That's awesome. So, if you could be featured on any magazine of any any genre, what magazine would you want to be featured on, and why would you want to be featured on that magazine? Oh, um, well, I, that's a tough question. You know, I've always liked Essence and Cosmopolitan magazine. I just feel like the, the covers are always so vibrant. They have, like, the top stories. Um, so it would probably be between those two. And I would love a fierce cover, too. I need a fierce fire cover. <laughs> nice. It will be the you, mm-hmm. you you gave me you're the first person to answer any of those answers. So thank you very much for being original. That's awesome. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so something else I like to ask people is the entertainment industry is a really difficult industry to get to be successful in. Probably it has over mm-hmm. a, a over a ninety percent failure rate. And I think anyone getting into the industry is pretty, is pretty much aware of that. So mm-hmm. what is it about Paige that sets her apart that's going to make you successful? Um, I'm going to say number one is my faith. Um, I don't let anything get me down. I used to be the person who, like, was affected by everything. Like, oh, my God, I didn't get this job. Oh, my God, my best friend is not my best friend anymore. Um, so I just don't have any expectations. I just go into it with my energy. Whatever energy that I put into it is what I know that I'll get out of it. So, like, if I know I'm not putting in the time, depending, I know I won't get those results. So it's um, it's just my faith and my, my detachment towards to take your expectations. So it's me. Hey, girl. I'm going to get there. That's awesome. <laughs> True. I mean, I think one of the biggest things that you said there is that you, you're walking in with no expectations. Because I talked to mm-hmm. someone a couple of days ago who's also a psychology major, and we were talking okay. about how you can, you can only control the controllable, and you can't become emotionally attached to things that you can't control. So exactly. as long as you go into every audition and give 100% of yourself, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You can't control how that person is going to receive you. You can't control whether they already have someone picked out for the role, but you can control mm-hmm. how much you put into it. So that's awesome. Exactly. Yep. Cool. Expectations break disappointment. So that there is a definitely a talking point. Expectations bring yes. – what did you say? Expectations what? bring disappointment they do that's awesome so here's the question how do you walk Mm -hmm. into something without an expectation like how do you dissociate yourself from having an expectation expected outcome um okay so before the old page would go into it like i'm going to get this i'm going to get this like everything i do is you know i'm going to make this work but instead of going into an Mm -hmm. interview or an audition like that i usually just go in like I'm going to give it my 100%. I'm going to give it my all. Regardless of what happens, I'm still going to be okay. I'm still going to be fine. So I feel like that gives me a different, like, platform when I'm walking in because it, it gives me a different energy. And I feel like people pick up on those vibes. Like, you're not phased by anything. That's a little different. A lot of people are phased, and, and it reads on them. It reads on their body language. It reads on their face. It just, I just don't yeah. with no expectations. It's the no expectations. It's just... You know, I've been really reading into Buddhism, and Buddhism is about detachment and detached liberation, detached being free, and not letting those things affect you. Because we, we kind of create our own by what we expect. So I just detachment. 
if this goes right, this goes wrong, I'll be okay at the end of the day. That's awesome. So how, okay, so you've been reading up on Buddhism and you've been obviously absorbing it. Like, how do you put that Mm -hmm. into action? Like, can you, like, I'm a person who you could tell me that and I'm like, okay, well, that sounds great, but, like, how? Like, how do you do do that? It is, it's it's a transition and it's a hard process. Like, it wasn't the easiest. Um, You know, and you have to take it by small situations. So, you know that you have one day where you're just, everybody's driving you crazy, and you have this one person who's just really pushing your buttons. So instead of getting mm-hmm. mad or, like, frustrated or reacting the way that you really react, you have to take a step back within yourself. Um, I do a lot of breathing exercises. So I take a deep breath um, three times. And I'll say, you know, is me reacting to them negatively or, or cussing them out or yelling at them, is that going to benefit either of us? So you have to kind of just step back a little bit and just, decide what's better for you. You know, how is the situation going to make you feel at the end of the day? Just so that you don't have any of those emotions, because we create our own pain. So you yelling at that person is giving your energy away, and you don't need to do that. So you, I just kind of maintain my energy, and I don't give people my energy if I don't have to. I like that so, a lot. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah. I'm going to re-listen to this. I'm going to re-listen to this, and I'm going to try, because you know here in Philadelphia, we're all very reactive, so... Yes. Maybe I need to get yes. a palm tree for my apartment so I can pretend I'm in California <laughs> once in a while. Yes. <laughs> get a palm That's tree. Awesome. I love that. Get a, um, you know what? I've, my, I'm in school now, so one of my professors, he's all about Buddhism, and he told us about this. Um, it's called a salt lamp, a sea salt lamp. But it, like, changes your aura if you sleep with it at night. kind of like a um, diffuser, but it's a salt mm-hmm. lamp. You should look into it. It's cool. It kind of, like, changes Hello. your aura so that... You're sitting in this. Is it like a Himalayan? Yeah, kind of like a Himalayan salt lamp. It's it's really cool okay. though. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I one maybe I need to like dust it off or something. Maybe maybe that's the key. I need to like dust off my Himalayan salt lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. dust it off. Perfect. Um, so Paige, if you could give someone a piece of advice, okay? You, I mean, you moved from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, and in doing so, you basically discovered that you have talents that you didn't realize you had and different things like that. So my first question for you along those lines is, if you, what piece of advice would you give someone who wanted to maybe transition from the East Coast to the West Coast? I say, because I had to give this advice to a friend yesterday, it's just funny, I said, everybody has a mind like LA is so big like it's just like too much going on like if you attack LA how you attack Philly with you know your mindset and your energy and like getting things done you will be so successful you just have to be focused know know about discernment um, know who's genuine and who's not genuine um, because I put that picked up on that a lot from LA a lot of people are talkers out here so with our East Coast mentality you, you can pretty much pick up on that quickly so discernment okay. is number one. Focus is number two. And just be a go-getter. Like, just go get, go after what you want. You have to. Because there's so many opportunities out here. Um, there's a lot of false opportunities, but there's also a lot of positive ones. So you just have to be focused and go get what you want. But discernment, I would keep that as number one. You have to know who's real and who's not so you don't waste your time. That's awesome. And enjoy life. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, how can you not enjoy life? It's sunny, like, what, 360 days a year or 363 days a year or something like that? Yes, yes. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty awesome. I miss the rain. So, I miss the rain. Like, stormy nights, I miss that. Okay. The next time it rains, I'll send you a picture. This way you, you'll forget all about missing it, okay? So okay, don't worry about that. Look, look for that text right, message probably you. tomorrow when it rains again. <laughs> Oh, please, awesome. thank you. I'm going to be right in my blanket. Like, oh. <laughs> it's 97 degrees here, but I'm in my blanket because it's raining in Philly. <laughs> yep. I'm going to just cuddle my blanket. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. So, so um, another question I have is, did, and, did all of your family move with you, or do you still have family here? Oh, all of my family's back in um, Philadelphia and South Jersey. I did grow up in South Jersey, too. Um, but I have one cousin. Oh. We actually moved out here together. So, um, yeah, but out, outside of that, no, everybody's back at home. So how do you, how do you deal with that? Because I know that for a lot of our listeners are, are thinking, oh, you know what, I have to go to L.A. because that's where it's all going on. So, like, how mm-hmm. do you deal with your family being on the other side of the country? Me and my mom are, like, best friends. I kind of call her my daughter anyway. So I have to speak to her every day. Um, I have okay. to communicate with her every day. My little sister, I talk to her every day. So I just make sure, like, I stay in communication, but they know that I'm out here grinding. Like, I have to do what I have to do because it's my life, you know. So I just I go to visit maybe once every three months, four months. So I do visit okay. and stay in communication. Mm-hmm. Nice. The focus That's awesome. Here, you have to just stay focused. Yeah. Very good. So, if you could give someone who wants to get into the entertainment industry one piece of advice, what piece of advice would you give them? Um, one piece of advice, because I'm still learning myself. So, I think advice for all of us, including myself, is to um, just stay true to yourself. Like, don't ever change for anyone. I feel like the industry can make you want to change because it's such a it's such a throat cut industry. You have to just remain, remain yourself, remain true to yourself. That's awesome. I think that's so the are you biggest going thing is. No, that's so true. Cause I think remaining true to yourself will also set you apart again from 99% of your competition because people mm-hmm. are so willing to be molded into what they perceive Hollywood wants when actually what Hollywood mm-hmm. really wants is authenticity. Yep. Exactly. That's awesome. So are you going to the event in L.A. in June? Yes, I am. I am so excited, too. I wanted to go to New York because it was this weekend, but I'm I'm excited. It gives me some time to prep. But, yes, I'm ready. I'll be there in June. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to meet you in um, L.A. in a couple of months. It seems crazy. That it's, it's like after next weekend, it's probably going to be right around the corner. I'm going to blink my eyes, and we're going to be getting ready for L.A. Yeah, no, so it's awesome. Blue by. I can't wait to meet you either. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I know. Well, when you come out to Philly, you should definitely, like, send me a text message. We can grab coffee or something. I would love that. Oh, girl, you already know. Of course. I'll be out there in January. I know. Probably, so just look oh. forward to my text. Well, definitely. We'll definitely have to hook up, and um, we'll have to do, like, a Facebook Live. Look, podcasters meet or something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm awesome. all for it. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Paige, I just want to thank you so much for, first of all, coming on here while you're recovering from strep throat and also just for taking the time on a Sunday to um, talk to me and just, like, give the audience so many great pointers and just for being such an inspirational person. 
Oh, thank you, Janine. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to me. I really appreciate you. And um, don't try to go ghost on me for this coffee. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to find you for this coffee. You hear me? Okay, well, you better because I also have relatives in South Jersey, so I'm familiar with both sides of the bridge. <laughs> so Okay, I'll, I'll you find best. you. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stalk your social media, and if I see you in Philly, I'm gonna be very upset with you. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. Cool. We're both gonna be out for each other. Thank you so much, Janine. Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you for a great podcast, and I wish you all the luck. And I will see you in January. I'll see you in January. Have a good day, babe. Oh, you Thank too. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, I just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the VIP Ignite podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, make sure that you hit subscribe. We do have a lot of great content coming up. We are going to be live from New York City next weekend. If you are interested in learning how to become an actor, a model, or a musician, please make sure that you visit our website at ammsociety.com. You can get registered for the next live webinar that will allow you to get um, selected to go to our event in Los Angeles. And again, thank you so much for listening and make sure that you hit subscribe to the VIP Ignite podcast. Thank you so much and have a great day.